Welcome to the Work Hard, Play Hard podcast. My name is Rob Murgatroyd, and I am a former doctor turned lifestyle entrepreneur. Each week, I interview some of the best minds on the planet on the science of achievement and the art of fulfillment. Today's episode is a mini-sode that we call Fried Dates with the Wife. In these mini-sodes, my wife Kim and I deconstruct the strategies that we've developed over the last decade to not only grow personally, but to turn our struggles into lessons and create fulfillment in all areas of our lives. Excuses are over. It's time to live. Let's dig into today's topic. All right, before we jump into this episode, I want to invite you to be considered for my Work Hard, Play Hard Mastermind by completing an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. So this mastermind is not like any mastermind you may have been to or heard of, I promise you. This mastermind is for six to seven figure entrepreneurs that are working too damn much and aren't taking the time to have amazing experiences around the world with an incredible tribe of people. So every 100 days or so, I drop you into new experiences that are specifically designed to elevate your thinking, to give you new ideas. Look, you get your best ideas not staring at a computer. And actually, this is the way high-level people really collaborate with each other. They do it over a glass of champagne, watching the sunset in the south of France. So if you are ready to do some fun stuff around the world and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot, fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Kimberly, Southern California, how are you today? Uh, you know, I'm actually really, really good today. So why don't you tell everybody how mean you were to me um, like <laughs> three nights ago when um, all of a sudden you read a uh, you read a positive book by Gabby Bernstein and you Bernsteined me over the head with it. <laughs> why did you yell at me? What did they do wrong? It's not that you did anything wrong. I just, you know, when we were in Atlanta we had this big goal to move to California. And the way it appeared from my vantage point was when you get to California, everything's going to be perfect. You're going to be around all the people you want to be around. You're going to be in the weather you want to be in and life will be perfect when. And then we got here. And I said to you the other night, I feel like you're actually unhappier here than you were in Atlanta. And I wasn't sure if you're just unhappy with what you're doing with, you know, like we have a lot of things on the plate. So like in 2020, we have the elite mastermind with two international d destinations. We have the virtual mastermind that we're doing 90 days at a time. We're planning an, a live LA event. We're writing a book. We're doing a podcast. You're doing a podcast. It's like a lot on your plate. And I just began to wonder if you didn't enjoy it because you seem stressed, you seem overwhelmed, and mostly you just seemed unhappy. And I had to ask you, like, does this make you happy anymore? Or would you, do you want to play stupid idea time and just wipe the slate clean and find something totally different for you to do? And so I'm like, Sophia, when you say to Sophia, do you want to start your day again? Yes. I literally say that to Sophia when she's really bad. I'm like, do you want to start the day over? <laughs> Let's just start over. But yeah, so I, I'm reading, you know, these Gabby Bernstein books and 
They've been around for a while. She's written like nine books. And I guess I just waited till I was in LA to read them. But The Universe Has Your Back is the first one. And then Super Attractor is the one I'm in now. But it's really helping me, one, in that manifestation practice. But it's helping me in so many other ways. And one of it apparently is to identify your shit. (laughs) So I brought this to you and we had this conversation, right? So tell me the conversation from your side other than feeling attacked. But I don't think I attacked you. I don't think I did it with like, mean or malice. I think I was just honest. No, I do. I You were very aggressive. <laughs> and, I was not. Uh, Stop I, lying. And I think, uh, no, you you actually, you what, you know, here, look, here's what you did. You, you brought to my attention a behavior that I was unaware that I was doing, which is going to lead into how I think we can help people this week. And so, what we're going to talk about today. What we're going to talk about today. So you did some reading with Gabby Bernstein and um, I was like, okay, well, some of the things that you're saying are making a lot of sense to me. So let me let me go in and, and do a little check under the hood and start reading. And as I started to read, I started to really uncover some significant challenges that I was having around the world of goal setting. So I'll explain what I mean by that. So as sort of like a, you know, uh, a, as an entrepreneur, as a type A personality, as somebody who, you know, takes goals very seriously and, you know, is, is sitting in a room right now surrounded by affirmation statements and goal statements everywhere and deadlines. What happens when you start setting these goals is is great, right? You got this you got this process of, you know, this is this is where I'm going, this is what I'm hoping to accomplish with my life and I want to do it by, you know, this date, etc. And then if until you have that goal accomplished, you have this anxiety and angst inside of you that is like, well, it's not here yet. And you, you know, you start willing it and you start going deeper into it and you start trying to find a way to do it. And one of the things that Gabby talked about is the process of surrender. Well, before we get there, can I say one more thing? Yeah. So to to bring it to why I thought this you're unhappier here is in LA, we're around a lot of people that are doing really big things. And of course, comparison happens. Comparison is what? The thief of joy. I'm teaching Sophia right right now that statement and what that means, but comparison happens. And the problem is you're comparing their highlight reel, their best day, what someone tells you over dinner with your day-to-day or your worst day. And you don't know all the shit they went through to get the the company to where it's at. You don't know the nights that they've spent not sleeping. Like you don't know the whole story. You're literally comparing their highlight reel to your worst day. And you know, I think that's where this this talk that we had the other night began is in that world of comparison, right? Does that make sense? Yeah, I mean that's you know that's that's absolutely true. But I think I think even more than that, there the piece that I got was you know I'm somebody who you know will get up in the morning, close my eyes, and visualize and meditate what it is that I'm after. But there was no practice whatsoever in surrendering that process to a power that is higher than me, and. 
because I never really understood like, like why am I surrendering it to anybody? I'm responsible for it. I'm the one that's gonna make it happen. And what she did was she got leverage on me and she made me realize that yes, you're a co-creator and you have to get, you have to do your part in the attainment of what it is that you're doing. Like nobody's saying, you know, sit home and eat bonbons and allow this to happen. But the piece that was missing for me that I didn't understand that really gave me a tremendous amount of peace is that if you believe that there is a higher power and you believe that that power is guiding you, which I think most people do, right? There's the weird anomaly of, of people that they're like, you know, it, this is it and there's there's nothing greater. But if you if you do believe that, then you have to believe, let's say you're 40 years old, you have to believe that this intelligence that is, you know, 10 billion years old and you're 40 years old might know a thing or two about what's good for you and in the way that the goal should be accomplished. So you may say, okay, this is what I want. I want to do, you know, I have this product. I want to create this product and I want to allow this product to come out into the world and I want to sell it out by X, X date. But the universal intelligence that's out there may say, yeah, no, actually, this is not the order I want this to go in for you. The order that needs to go into this for you is to have this happen first, that happen second, and then that happen third, because you're going to need to learn these two lessons before you do that third thing. So I got to teach you those lessons first. And so you're hustling it and you're, you know, you make this vision like, this is what I want and I'm going to do it. But when somebody else has had a different plan in the order that it's supposed to happen, number one, or number two, somebody going, no, that goal's not for you. I know you think it's for you, but if you get that goal, it is going to interfere with a much bigger picture in your life. So the idea to be able to sit down and say, okay, these are the goals I think I want. These are the goals that I'm going to go all in on, but I am going to take this goal and I am going to surrender this goal to you and give it up to you. And she has a visualization that is a beautiful visualization where you take what it is, what's troubling you, what hasn't happened yet, the goal that you're after, and visualize a basket that's golden on the inside, you know, like lit up in a gold sort of, you know, an illuminated um, illuminated basket on the inside and the outside. You put it in and it goes up into the universe and there's a, you know, your guardian angel that has, has uh, his or her hand on your shoulder and says, I got you. And for some reason or another, when I went through that meditation in the thing that was bothering me that I hadn't accomplished, it gave me a peace of mind to know that something is unfolding in a way that I don't need to understand, don't understand, and need to trust that is going to be unfolding in the way it's supposed to unfold. And for whatever the reason that is, it took this elephant off my chest because I felt like I was the only thing that was responsible for making this happen and I couldn't make it happen. I couldn't hit my ass, my ass with both hands and it just wasn't freaking happening. But she showed it to me in a way that maybe it's not supposed to be. Maybe it's gonna happen a little later, but trust in the process. Okay, so I can't, I think I've, I think we've shared this before, but I'm gonna share it again because this is exactly what we were talking about. So Robert, I'm going to take you back to a time 
when we were living in our second apartment, the bigger apartment in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. And not not the not the really big one, but like we, we had like four. But the second one that we were in, where we um had that outdoor space and we built like outdoor mm. okay. Just so you remember being there. The one over the pool. The one over the pool. And you did a call with Shar. Margolis, who is a psychic. Now, listen, I'm just going to give you the woo-woo warning on this. If you don't believe in this, fine. Listen anyway, you might be interested. But this is definitely going to be a woo-woo warning. So you did a call with Shar Margolis, who you can look her up. She is probably one of the most incredible psychics you could ever, or medium, whatever they call themselves. She's amazing. And we had used her before and she was dead on. And Rob was struggling. We've talked about this, the 10 offices in 10 years. He was a chiropractor. He wanted to open 10 clinics to make X number of dollars and to move to California. He was wrestling this to the ground. That The goal was California. This was the path. It was He wasn't having it any other way. He does this call with Shar, and Shar doesn't bring any of that up at all. And at the end, she says, is there any question you would like to ask me that I haven't covered? And I remember I was sitting there. I remember exactly where we were. We were in the computer room. We had that big computer set up. I remember doing it. And you said, so I have this goal. I want to move to California, but to do it, I want to sell 10 offices in 10 years for X number of dollars and da, 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 da. And you laid it out for her. And she went, yeah, so you're going to move to California it's going to be later than you think. And it's not going to be the path that you've set out. And you were like, okay, but am, so am I going to do the 10 offices? And she was like, it's, you're going to take a different journey. Okay, but is it going to be done by this date? You could not let go of the 10 offices. You over and over and over, you would not accept her answer that you were taking a different journey. You're like, what is it going to be? 12 offices, eight offices? How many am I going to need? She's like, no. And she said, you are going to get there by doing something and tapping into your creative side. And at the time, you were just a chiropractor. And you were like, I don't have a creative side. And she's like, you do. You do. You're going to do something in radio, I think is what she said. Do you remember this? I do. And it's funny, as I'm going back in my mind, if somebody would have said to me that you will be running a mastermind, doing a podcast and coaching, I would have said, you're out of your freaking mind. Because you were he was a chiropractor that drove 45 minutes away to adjust patients for 20 years. Like that you were none of those things. We hadn't even started Jet Set Life yet. That's how long ago this was. This had to be 2005. And she said, I remember... You're going to get there later than expected. You're going to take a completely different journey. And this is the path. But you were so intent on the plan of 10 offices in 10 years and da, 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 that we forced it and forced it and forced it. And it it was like literally banging our heads against the wall. We lost so much money trying to do that and forcing it and not listening to what you should have been listening to, which is your internal voice, your higher self, your compass that's inside you that will guide you if you quiet your mind long enough and surrender the path, surrender the journey. Like have the goal, but surrender the journey and allow it to unfold because it may unfold faster 
if you do that. Yeah. I mean, you know, however, however I needed to get this into my thick head, hopefully I think it's in there now. For those of you that are following along at home, for those, for those people that have this goal that they want in their head, I strongly encourage you as equally as you, and I'm going to go out on a limb here and say as equally as equally as you want to achieve this goal, you're visualizing it, you're journaling it, you're sharing it, you're taking actions against it, you're push journaling it, you're doing everything possible. If you don't take the time to release and surrender that goal as equally as you're trying to accomplish it, here's what's gonna happen. I'm not saying you're not gonna get the goal, because you probably will if you push it hard enough because there's free will here. Here's what will happen. You will not have the joy and happiness in your life that you could have if you surrender it. Because here's what I'm, here's what I'm coming to now. At the end of the day, we all just wanna be happy. You can call it fulfillment, you can call it joy, but you get the idea. You just wanna be happy. And if you have this goal that you're after, like I was a week ago, two weeks, a week ago, where I was unhappy because the goal wasn't accomplished, then what the hell are we doing this for? We're using the goal so we can enjoy the journey, so we can have a better life. But when you have these goals, and if you're not accomplishing them, you're unhappy even a little bit, like I was, it's not worth it. So surrendering the goal and say, look, you know, this is this is what I think I want. This is what I'm after. I'm going all in. Give me a sign if I'm on the right path here. Send me a message, send me a smoke signal. And if I'm not, and if this goal isn't gonna happen in one day and it's gonna be three years, okay, that's okay. And that is not freaking easy to do when somebody's all in on a goal. So if you are kind of thinking about what we're saying right now and you're like, okay, this is sounding wackadoodle or maybe you're all in on this and maybe you're a little woo-woo and you haven't read The Universe Has Your Back by Gabby Bernstein. I highly recommend it. Here's the thing, Rob, what did I say when I came here? I was like, I cannot find a yoga studio that allows me a moving meditation. I could not find for the life of me. I am in the land of freaking yoga and the one way I have meditated in the past was by doing yoga. It was like a moving meditation for me. I didn't know how to meditate outside of that. I was nervous to meditate outside of that. And quite frankly, I think I was just too overwhelmed to take the time to meditate outside of that. I was like, you know, kill two birds with one stone. I get to LA, cannot for the life of me find a studio where I can meditate and do yoga. So what did I do? I said, you know what? I need to learn to meditate. So not finding the studio led me to this book, which is completely transforming my life right now. And me personally, what I'm doing with Sophia, how what you're doing, and none of that would have happened if I found the right kind of studio for me. Do you see how like, that's the guide. If you allow it to happen and unfold, the guide is there. You have to be willing to follow the guide and take the nudge, take the nudge to surrender it. So if you're listening to us right now and you're like, something in this feels right, take the nudge, read the book, 
put the book into practice. Hi, that's the big part. And um, go all in on it because what's the worst that's going to happen? You're going to visualize, you're going to surrender your goal and it's most likely going to come back and be accomplished. Yeah, and then we'll wrap with this. I mean, the the overriding principle of everything that we've just discussed comes down to two things. It's fear and love, right? She re- oh my she, gosh. She references the Course in Miracles or A Course in Miracles, I think is what it is. And the Course basically says, you know, everything you do is either either out of fear or out of love. And Gabby Bernstein is a, uh, a student of that course. And so there's a lot of teaching about that. But if you really think about, if I really think about the goal that I wasn't accomplishing, I was paralyzed and crippled with fear that I wasn't going to do it instead of surrendering it with certainty to the universe that if it is for my highest good, it will happen and it may not happen exactly the way that I want it to happen, or it may not happen at all. And if I can't live with that, then I'm in fear. And, and, and so the, the point for me then is one, this is the interesting part. Once you give that up to the universe, you release that fear and then you could step into love and you could step into joy because you feel peace. If you don't do that and you don't feel peace, then you walk around like I was walking around with a a crinkled Botoxed forehead. Yeah. And which isn't, I didn't even think was mathematically possible. But so let me leave it with this. Happiness is how quickly you can go from fear back to love. And so anytime you're going into fear, Go back to love, gratitude, joy, snap yourself out of it, bring yourself out of it because nothing is accomplished in fear. Fear is has zero benefit to your goal. Fear is not gonna, if you're a coach and you want coaching clients, being fearful is not gonna attract them. You know, if you're, whatever you do, fear is not gonna help you. So come from a place of gratitude, come from a place of love, come from a place of joy. And it is, easy to say that when when times are good, but it is really hard to implement when times are tough. But doing that meditation you talked about, that that shifted so much for me. And if you can go all in on this one thing, go from fear to love, your life will change. All right. We'll leave you with this. Your greatest creativity is going to come when you are in joy. You are not going to be creative when you are in fear. That's it, everybody. Have a great week and we'll see you next week. All right. Thanks for listening. If you love this episode and you know someone that needs some help in either stepping up their work hard game or their play hard game, it would mean the world to me if you shared this podcast with them to help me get this movement out there. So if you like what you heard, head on over to iTunes, take 30 seconds and leave me a five-star review and I will be forever grateful. So until the next episode, excuses are over. It's time to live.